everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. <laughs> and I'm Olivia. <laughs> and we're here to take you back to your, your twilight, twilight phase. I forgot to go. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I just forgot. I don't know what I was waiting for. I almost didn't say it. Oh, yeah, you see how that works? <laughs> we were having a very Twilight-related discussion in that we were talking about sex and wanting sex, and isn't that just... I guess you're right. That's extremely on topic. Isn't that extremely on topic for... That's just all of where Eclipse. We're at this, yeah, where we're at in this book. <laughs> it's well, it's anyway, topical for guys. today's chapter. <laughs> we hit a moment where Melissa was like, Life is hard. Like that was her vibe, and we all got quiet. And then I went into high guys. Went into the... That was the choice that I made. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> anyway, what's up? What you guys been up to this week? <laughs> what you doing? Going on dates. Well, yep. That's tiring. Bad dates. At least is my boat, but. I haven't been on any bad ones yet, knock on wood. Oh, I went on a bad one, but... Yeah. In the life cycle of dating, uh, Friday, I am going to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you remember our guest episode or perhaps Patreon bonus episode yes. with my best friend, uh, she's getting married. Wow. Oh, Friday. Friday. Different Friday. Olivia, who's not me. Yep. Different That's Olivia. exciting. I'm really excited. I'm also, like... Not freaked out, but it just, like, kind of hit me today. Like, whoa, two days from now, my best friend is making the biggest life decision either of us have made up to this point. Whoa. It's all good. It's all good. Everything's normal. I guess we're old enough for this. Doesn't feel (laughs) like we are, but it's legal. Yep. Has been for a decade. Extremely legal. (laughs) LOL. LOL. Also in this chapter, we discuss Bella and Edward finally getting uh, married. married. Also, so like, we're just really on topic today, you guys. Yeah, I know. Or perhaps it's that Stephanie just like really writes out the human condition, you know? Like you can't not be on topic. 28 year olds are thinking about, you know? (laughs) I'm 30. I averaged us all together. Is How old are you, the Olivia? Average of all of us? I'm 28. <laughs> I'm 28. <laughs> so that okay, is not the I average. Should have said 29 and a half. Thank you. God. <laughs> um, it is interesting no, to me that Stephanie Myers. 28 is the average of those numbers. 28 is the average of 28, 28, and 30. It would have to be like a little of like. It has to be a little over 28. Yeah, I guess is, because that's still we 28. don't count. Yeah, not. like we don't count you as twenty nine until you're twenty nine. You can yeah. be twenty eight in three hundred and sixty four days, 29. and we'd be like, "You're twenty eight." Anyways, well, go ahead. I just don't appreciate the erasure of my thirty years old. Um, <laughs> listeners, Melissa is thirty. <laughs> Please don't break it down. <laughs> I'm on an extra level of mature adult. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Totally. I've reached the second plane. The second. I was just gonna make the point that Stephanie Meyer does really appeal to like the mom age. She does. Bracket. There was the. Oh my God! Is that me? No. No. I'm just saying we're aging into it. Okay. We're getting there. I just had like a heart attack. I mean, you're old enough to be a mom, but you're not the mom age bracket. Yeah, Melissa. You didn't know you're a mom. 
The mom you ate didn't know. Surprise, you're a mom. <laughs> it's different. That's my biggest my biggest fear. We've been <laughs> we've been potentially pregnant. mom age for like ten years. I'm sorry to tell you. I mean, yeah. How old is Bella when she becomes mom? Eighteen? Eighteen. <laughs> Okay, what I'm trying to say is that moms of the Twilight moms of 2008 loved these books. And our age group in 2005 or whenever it was loved these books. So she's just like tapping into some interesting demographics. That's very true. And maybe that's because there's all the angst of being a teenager but also all, all the drama of, the, of being uh, an adult. All the yeah, the wedding stuff of adulthood. <laughs> the gaping black holes in your chest that all adults know. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so listeners, we are up to the final true chapter. Yes. Chapter 27 Thank needs. God. Uh... And after this is the epilogue. So we have a lot of amazing listener letters, but we're going to save them for next week. And we're just gonna dive into this chapter. Um, is it my turn? I think it is. Yeah, I know that I went Maybe. last week. It's technically my turn to edit, so I think that doesn't mean it's my turn to recap. <laughs> is that the cycle that we're on? Thank you for your service. I think we're still on that cycle, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, this is, we're at chapter 27, right? Yeah. Needs. Needs. Why is it called needs? Sorry, I'm just... Because it's um, needs. I guess. Because um, Bella anyway, can't live without Edward. Oh, yeah. She says that okay. like 30 times. She does say that. Anyway. <laughs> um, so we open up and Bella is just so sad uh, that I guess she can't be with Jacob in a romantic way is what all this sadness is about. I was like, girlfriend, you only really just realized that you're interested in him in a romantic way like a day ago. So like... I don't know if this is really the response that is warranted right now, but she's very sad, crying a lot, cannot drive her car. Edward comes and gets her, drives her eventually back to Charlie's so that she can make an appearance. She's still crying, cry, 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 cry. <laughs> that is what happens. That's what happens. Exactly. And she like goes in and says hi to Charlie, and Charlie's like, oh, what's happened is Jacob alive which honestly is an astute response for him uh but she's like no I just had to tell Jacob something I really didn't want to tell him yeah (laughs) and Charlie was like "Mm, was that a good idea is it gonna mess up his recovery time And I'm, I'm Charlie. Like, I only Charlie. care about other people and not my daughter. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was the appropriate time, Charlie, because guess what? Jacob wants what he wants and won't let anyone tell him no. So it was told when it needed to be told. Okay, bro? Um, anyway, so Bella goes back upstairs um, and cry, cry, cry. Cry, cry, cry. She <laughs> is so sad. And that's really the only takeaway I have from that whole part is that she's just really sad about not being able to be with Jacob romantically because she has chosen Edward and she doesn't second guess herself whatsoever in any mm-hmm. of this. No. Um, and so she falls asleep, wakes up, talks to Edward. She's, she's like, that will never happen again. 
as like so she just like i don't know won't feel sad ever again about it idk um and edward's like um are you sure you were cry 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 like a lot so i really feel like you need to think about what you're doing and she's like no i don't need to i only need you there's that chapter title and so yeah so and also she's like and you know what all that crying made me realize that I just want to make everyone else in my life happy. So let's let's do this wedding. Let's get married. You know, Charlie needs his goodbye, etc. And so, and Edward's like, okay, but I really only want you to do something if you want to do it in a true lovely Edward moment. But Bella has made up her mind, as she always does. And so they go to Edward's house and Alice is freaking out because she's like OMG we finally get to do a wedding and you're gonna let me plan it and I already bought the wedding dress like months ago because I knew this was gonna happen um and it's like an Anne of Green Gables dress like sounds uh hella cute actually I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um but they also end up going to Edward and Bella go to their meadow and that is where Edward proposes sexy time because he's like you know what deals off i just want you to be happy so we don't gotta get married we don't gotta do that you know what we can have sex right now let's do it <laughs> and he's ready to go the energy i wanted the whole book um and then bella is like whoa, whoa, whoa wait 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 and i completely i'm bella like move i'm like girlfriend where why <laughs> She comes out and she's like, no, we got to do this the right way. And I was like, what a role reversal here. I was like, no, 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 no. But she's like, I want to do this the right way for your soul. And I was like, Bella, since when do we care about people's souls? But whatever. They decide not to have sex in this moment in the meadow, which I guess is good. They'd be like in the grass. I'm a slightly allergic to grass. So like that honestly sounds awful. But, uh, yeah, and so that is how the chapter ends with her saying that she's going to go tell Charlie that they're engaged. And he puts the ring on her finger where it will be there forevermore. The end. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you a 10. Wow! Um, I think that it was a little long, long, but any points deducted are made up for the fact that laughing literally brought tears to my eyes. (laughs) Um, cry, cry, cry. Cry, cry, cry. cry, cry. <laughs> so, you know, it's the end of the book. Have your 10. I'm going to give you an 8.72. That's such a specific number. <laughs> what you I'll earned. take it, though. Thank you. <laughs> I think that we do have, like, a little bit of grade inflation going on. <laughs> Because really back do. in the day, we would be like, I'm going to have to give you a five. <laughs> a maybe, um, maybe we've improved with practice. I, I would like to bring maybe. up the time that I was given a zero. Yeah, which you, you earned. I don't think so. <laughs> but whatever. Okay, so I think Play that Bella back. is cry, 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 partly <laughs> because she's losing this life that she just decided that she wanted. But I think a lot of it is having hurt Jacob. I think yeah. I think a, a lot of it for her this okay, whole time fair. has been that she feels guilt and right. shame right. and pain for causing Jacob pain. And I think that's a lot of it. She legitimately sees herself as, like, a bad, unworthy person. Yes. When people hurt her, 
it's forgivable and like the slate is immediately wiped clean Mm -hmm. and when she hurts somebody else she carries that mark like forever that's so true there was one line in particular that i really liked and related to even though through a lot of this you know of course i'm like bella all most of this is on jake he's the one who like demanded you know that you guys tried this relationship, whatever it is, that you talk yeah, about. Yeah, like, all can these you he can made you it so count it as hurting him when right. he's like, "I want to date you," and you're like, right. "No," like <laughs> exactly. Right. Like all of the pain that she caused was like after her expressing her needs and then Jacob refusing them and ignoring. It. Like if exactly. he hadn't continued to pursue her and had been like, "Okay, well, I wish we were more, but we can be friends." She would, would not, not have be hurt so him dramatic. so many times or so many ways. Right. This 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 re- this end result would not be needed. But there was this line where uh, she says, "My hindsight seemed unbearably clear tonight," and I was like, "Oof, I feel that." Just sort of that, you know, as anxious individuals, that ability to like look back so clearly and only see the things that could have been done differently to like prevent this from happening, even though. As a reader, we are able to see that 99% of this is on Jacob for how it went down. My hindsight felt unbearably clear. And we're like, in reality, though, your hindsight was extremely foggy and incorrect. Your read on this situation is not even close. Um, Yeah. So I, I did relate to Bella, but I also totally thought, I was like, there's too much cry, cry, cry here right now. I was like, Jacob is unworthy <laughs> of all this cry, cry, cry. He still sucks. He has not stopped sucking. And she's still getting almost everything she wants. Like, she's yeah. not getting this life with Jacob, but as we've said a million times, we hate Jacob. So <laughs> as a reader, I am not feeling like this is a loss because she right. has not convinced me that there's really much that she's missing out on because Jacob is such a douche. So if, again, if Jacob was a compelling love interest, this scene would be much more effective. And we also know that she does actually end up getting a child later with Edward. So, like, that was, like, a really compelling part of, like, staying with Jacob is having kids and living in this house. And, like, guess what? She gets to do that fucking anyway. And all through New Moon and Eclipse, she's like, Jacob, why can't we just be friends? I love you so much as a friend. I want you in my life so badly as a friend. And in Breaking Dawn, she gets that as well. Mm -hmm. Like, she has a child and an eternal friendship with Jacob. She doesn't yet know that she's going to get everything. She's going to get literally everything she She doesn't know yet. (laughs) She doesn't know. She does know that her dad. Maybe we don't know. That we're going to get everything we want. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa, you're right. <laughs> what a hopeful tidbit. <laughs> but, like, why shouldn't we get everything we want? Exactly! Why shouldn't we're the, we? We're the authors of our lives. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I really want to make this Maya point. comes into a lot of money. Okay, go ahead. Make your point, make your point. <laughs> About how Charlie is a total dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's the worst. Wait, first we should address just, like, what happens. She's driving home from visiting Jacob, and she pulls over to the side of the road because Alice has seen her crying on the side of the road and, like, Mm -hmm. sent Edward. It's just like, Alice, can you, like, let her grieve alone for, like, two minutes? Well, I think it's Edward's fault because Alice probably just saw it in her brain, and then Edward was like, Bella needs me, and then he runs off. 
Maybe, maybe it's both of them. Yeah. In which case, both, yeah. Edward, maybe be like, perhaps I should just like let her leave her. If you yeah, want. but Edward doesn't want her to crash her car, so. <laughs> well, she, she pulled, pulled over. over. <laughs> um, but then he gets there and Edward is like, all right, well, you have to pretend to be fine so that Charlie doesn't freak out. Okay, here we are. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, so he goes, what happened? Is Jacob, I shook my head furiously trying to find my voice. He's fine. He's fine. But what happened, Charlie says. What happened to you? Nothing, Dad. I just had to talk to Jacob about some things that were hard. I'm fine. The anxiety calmed and was replaced by disapproval. Was this really the best time? And then he says, I hope you didn't mess up his recovery. Fuck off. Like, Bella is clearly sobbing her eyes out in distress. Obviously, she's not doing. And Bella's great. a mature person. Exactly, she does not. She's not like prone to big displays of emotion. Right. So maybe go she easy on her. Asshole. Made a very intentional choice about this. So exactly. You can, like, chill the fuck. And out. why do you only care about her now when she shows up crying? What about when she showed up with a broken wrist and you thought <laughs> it was like so haha funny? No. <laughs> God. We all want to love Charlie so much, and he just disappoints. He's not at his best in He just continues disappointing. He is not at his best in Eclipse. No. As a fandom, we are really good at letting the headcanon overshadow the reality of the text. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, because, true. like, as a fandom, we're not, like, against Jacob. Right. right. Like, we as individuals are, but, like people who love twilight in general it's not like oh yeah everybody hates jacob right like we just rewrite him right. yeah it's like because there's saw so much good there he could have been who he was intended to be and then we that. saw what stephanie decided to do and we're like no nah. no nope. we're gonna go into another multiverse here yep <laughs> this panned out like it was supposed to also with charlie being like was this really the best time Charlie, when has Bella ever gotten to dictate how her relationship with Jacob goes? Yeah. Like, do you think Bella is the one that wanted to have this conversation now, or do you think that it was Jacob? In reality, we know that, in fact, it actually was Bella, but Charlie doesn't know that. Right. Charlie can only go off of his I experiences, mean, and in his experience, it's always Jacob Right, but like the experience, but Bella deciding that the conversation needed to happen was because Jacob was like, you love me, admit it, kiss me, kiss me. Yeah, right before (laughs) going into a life-threatening situation. So, like, what is Bella gonna do? Like, wait two, three weeks for Jacob to heal before going to visit him? Yeah, that's what Edward did. Edward was like, you have a broken foot, guess I can't break up with you. And then he waited the awkward amount of months until her foot was healed, and then he broke up with her. That's what you're supposed to do. I forgot about that. (laughs) She escapes. Um, She and Edward are in her room, and she cries more. And she realizes that, remember those little old magnets? That she tried to push together, and Edward and Jacob were the magnets, and they just wouldn't go together. She realizes, I'd been wrong all along about the magnets. (laughs) 
It wasn't Edward and Jacob. It was the two parts of myself, Edward's Bella and Jacob's Bella. But they could not exist together, and I never should have That's tried. That's not true. Oh, oh so stupid. I just want to say that is patently false. You any are a part whole of yourself. Person. Yeah, you're a whole person. Any part of yourself can exist with another part of yourself, okay? And if anyone's trying to tell you differently, that's on them, all right? So and it goes don't against listen to that. the literal text. Because later in this chapter, Bella is like, there's this part of me that is always going to hurt for Jacob. And they say that, like, time heals all wounds, so maybe it will hurt less with time, but, like, it will always hurt. And it's so true. It's on the facing page. It's like three Edward's paragraphs later. Jacob and sorry, Edward's Bella and Jacob's Bella coexisting Co within herself. That right? It literally is not true within the text or in real life. Exactly. So, um, just everyone ignore that. That is not actually <laughs> what the problem is. It's what, for whatever reason, Bella has decided that that is that is that is how this problem has come out to be. But that is not true. <laughs> she also so she cries. She falls asleep. She wakes up. She's very upset that she's made Edward watch her be upset. And as Melissa mentioned in her recap, she goes, that won't happen again. <laughs> Which I also want to put out there is not generally how grief and sadness works. No. Even so if you're okay waves, right now, it's probably going to come back. As, right. You know, there's waves. It comes and goes. That's normal. You don't just like be sad for three hours and then stop being sad. I wish that's how oh, it works. Just cry it yeah. all out. Get it out of your body. Never be sad again. Sounds Listen, fantastic. I've tried to make that happen. <laughs> I've tried to force myself to make that choice. And it's literally impossible. I really felt for Edward during this because Bella cries almost through the night. She does eventually fall asleep, but she cries almost the entire night. And if I were Edward, as much as I love Bella, it would be... <laughs> Her like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, to see, like, the person that I love crying because they love somebody else. But then for Bella to be like, I'm sorry that you had to see that. That wasn't fair to you. It's not going to happen again. I would kind of be like, okay, well, what you mean is you're not going to cry about it in front of me again. But, like, you're still going to be feeling it. So I don't feel that much better. <laughs> this, like, doesn't help. I wish you just didn't feel this way about him. What I do love is that he, you know, very astutely um, is like, yo, uh, maybe we should or you should think about the fact that you are incredibly sad right now. And I've never seen you this sad because, you know, he wasn't around when he left. Yes, yeah, exactly. I skipped it, bud. <laughs> right. But he has a great point. Like, hey, maybe this does change things. Like... I don't know. And he does have, he does start to say something. He says, Bella, I can't stand for you to be miserable. Maybe dot, dot, dot. And in this moment, I was like, is he suggesting a poly relationship? I wrote all caps, <laughs> finish this sentence. I know. What are you going to say? Maybe me what? <laughs> but instead, Bella interrupts and says, no, Edward. I've made a real she mess knows. of things, and I'm going to have to live with that. But I know what I want and what I need and what I'm going to do now. Bum, bum, bum. I, okay, I have two thoughts. Number one, I understand Edward's perspective on this, and I think that it is a good impulse for him to be like, 
uh, this doesn't seem to be making you happy, so maybe we can find something else. But also, like, a lot of times in life, you're really excited about, like, the next step of something or what's coming up. But it is sad to say goodbye to whatever the current mm, thing right. is. Right. An example from my own life, I mm. was extremely happy with my choice to move in with Scott. But when I did so, I recognized I would have to give up my canopy bed, which I had <laughs> been dreaming of ever since I was a child. And I finally got myself like a princess canopy bed as an adult. And when we decided to move in together, I cried about that canopy bed for like two hours. Okay, I um, want to know why Scott was so against having a canopy bed. Um, He wasn't against the canopy bed it said it was a full-size canopy bed and he already had a queen-size mattress <sighs> yeah okay i guess i understand yeah you know, one door yeah, opens another door closes that's yeah. true grieve the past and still want to move forward right you gotta you gotta grieve the things that are that are closing but also um to Edward's benefit, I don't think that Bella really ever thinks anything through. And she's probably <laughs> just like, yo, wait. <laughs> and yet she really lie. thinks she does. But her reasoned decision here is that actually you didn't see it, but it was worse when you right. left. Exactly. So I've lost each of you. That time was worse, so I pick keeping yeah, she you. Could, she literally couldn't function for months. And oh, yeah, yeah, she cried a lot here, but like, she's fine. Yeah, it's the next morning. She's like, I'm, I'm she's on like, the road right, to let's recovery. Go. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I was technically alive. Sure. But, but like, I wasn't living. Exactly. So... There was a confusion. Right. And so while in the moment this did feel like a very dramatic response, all this cry, 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 you know, it is not literally flipping pages on months. Yes, it's true. And uh, the best <laughs> Stephanie Meyer has ever done. Like, that is her best writing of all Her time. best writing was the was no writing. writing. Was no writing. <laughs> but just, like, literally iconic. Right. Here's Stephanie at sometimes her worst. It's not actually that bad, but she gives us some more Wuthering Heights references. Oh, God! Uh, this, I actually turned around to loving because it felt so camp, you know? Like, That's I'm true. seeing it through a new lens. Like, it's so camp. At this point, it is camp. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I can appreciate it more now. I always wondered if she really understood how fucked up <laughs> Wuthering Heights was when she chose this book. Right. And these passages sort of hint at her getting it. Yeah, a little. Bella says, okay, if you don't know anything about Wuthering Heights, Kathy and Heathcliff are in love with each other. They're really toxic. They're horrible to each other. They mess up each other's lives. They're always miserable, but like they belong together because they're so fucked up. That's the whole point of Wuthering <laughs> Heights. The whole... <laughs> There's your Cliff Notes version of the point of Wuthering Heights. Bella says... Kathy's a monster, but there were a few things she got right. And then she pulls open the book and reads, If all else perished and he remained, I should still continue to be. And if all else remained and he were annihilated, the universe would turn to a mighty stranger. Yeah, okay. That line does fucking slap. <laughs> like, makes sense. And she does say Kathy's a monster, which she is. Right, and, then and it Heathcliff, does fit with how sucks. Bella views herself in she this book in particular. Does view herself as a horrible person. Yeah, 
it's true. And the Heathcliff quote that Edward reads is, I cannot live without my life. I cannot live without my soul. Which he Which literally is does. Edwardian. Edward, but literally he does live without his soul. Because he thinks he has no soul. So, But he's yeah, but like, I he didn't have, have a soul, soul, but then you became my soul. Ugh, you're right. I <laughs> love this passage because I'm going to relate it to my life once again. Um... <laughs> I read this and, you know, this is like a classic romance of like classic literature. Yes. Like they're horrible together, but this is like big deal shit. Yeah. Um, and it reminded me of something that Scott and I have taken to saying to each other, which is, well, I'm you and you're me. So, <laughs> uh, and I was like, how is that not? I cannot live without my life. I cannot live without my life literally spot the difference between these pictures there is no difference like if i'm like well you're smart so you're gonna do a good job and he's like no you're smart i'll be like well i'm you and you're me so if i'm smart then you're smart so fine. whatever that's literally disgusting. adorable i know i'm like embarrassed to say it but I was like, wow, look at us, 2022. Edward and Bella level. Living a classic romance. Edward and Bella Where level, is our happy novel? and Heathcliff level. <laughs> We're right up there. <laughs> oh. All right, and then Bella's like, look, I picked you, so now, now it's the next step. And he's like, what's that? And she's like, Alice, <laughs> let's go to her. So Alice is like on the steps outside the house, vibrating with excitement because she has seen that she's going to get to plan this wedding. Um, Bella does have some conditions. She's like, I have veto power over the guest list. And if you go overboard on this wedding, I will never speak to you again. Um, which That's is funny. very vague. But like, statement. she does go yeah. overboard. So. Yeah, it's funny because she does go overboard. <laughs> and like, they of must she marry. She does it immediately. By like, August she's 13th. Like, I got you this design. Yeah, she already now. has the dress. Like, she's already gone overboard. And so Alice is like, Do you want to see your dress? And Bella's like, What? Like, when did you get me the dress? And she's like, Perrine Bruyere has a waiting list, you know. <laughs> um, so they go, they see the dress. Edward is like ready to see it too. And Alice is like, Get out. And Bella's like, haven't you like like he's seen it in your head like (laughs) and alice is like no leave so edward is like okay Okay. bye (laughs) um it is an anne of green gables dress but then alice starts describing it and she's like some of it is actually my design and she's like the train the veil the lace is vintage so like that got sourced i'm like what did pierre bruyere fucking do like it sounds like alice just did this is that a real person are we supposed to know who that is no i don't think so let's google it i bet it is i mean i bet it's real that's real he's a real up and coming oh my god he's a real person it's real wow i'm shocked it's so stephanie of course it's real i'm did he read this and was like i have to i have to make that now i have to make it I must make it. I have no idea. Huh. All right. Um, <laughs> Fun fact. He loves the dress. Bella's very happy. She asks Alice to be her maid of honor. Alice is very happy. Um, and then Edward is like, that's very nice of you. Let's go to the meadow. <laughs> they go to the meadow. 
They begin to talk. And Edward's like, you didn't want to do this. So why do you want to do this now? And as Melissa explained, Bella is like, um, well, I want to make everybody else happy. You know, like, I want to say goodbye to Charlie. I want my friends to know that I'm okay. Um, I want Renee to know that I'm okay. So we have the big wedding. We have the big wedding. It's fine. I would like to read this passage because it confused me. Um, it wouldn't be fair to keep Charlie out of this, blah, blah, blah. Renee and Phil, let Alice have her fun, blah, blah, blah. At least my mom and dad and my friends will know the best part of my choice, the most I'm allowed to tell them. They'll know I chose you and they'll know we're together. Is Bella not faking her death anymore? That's right, she question. says they'll know I'm happy wherever I am. I don't. I think you're right. I don't think she's faking that her death. That I think they're getting married death. and they're running off. And they're just going to run off. And they're never going to talk to anybody ever again. Yeah, so maybe, like, the getting married part is just replacing the faking your death part? Well, they never really talked about the faking her death no, they plan. Never like, we don't really know. <laughs> they just said, like, oh, yeah, that's what they you would have to do. So. Right. But I don't know that we actually even knew that. If one of you guys fell in love and got married and I attended your big ass over the top wedding and then you dropped off the face of the planet I would, would not know. be like well at, at least wherever she is I know my friend is happy with the love of her <laughs> okay. life I'd be like he murdered her counter <laughs> argument we're in 2005 so like That's I don't true. have an Instagram was I on Facebook? I guess so. Maybe. Maybe for the friends, I could be like, yeah, you Ella, lose touch. But like her right. parents. She emails Renee. That's all Renee gets out of her anyway. She calls her on the phone. Right. Every once in a long while. Right. And then slowly, painfully stops talking to her and stops seeing her. It's very painful. I don't think it's a good choice. Right. But I think but she it, could maybe do it. Which one do we I, think is better, pretending you're dead or... I, <laughs> I mean, I think pretending you're dead because if you disappear... Look, I'm Renee, right? I'm flighty. I, like, time passes quickly and I'm like, where'd all that time go? So maybe it, like, takes her a while to realize that she hasn't heard from her daughter. But Renee does love Bella yes. with her whole heart. Yes. You know, she's flawed, but she does love her daughter. And for Bella to, like, just stop answering? You know, first Renee what would, about... like, start calling and then sending all these emails and then calling more frequently and then being like, Charlie, have you heard from her? Like, where is our kid? The pain of never knowing what happened, I think, is worse than the pain of knowing that your kid has died. Okay, but what about staying in touch without ever seeing them for the rest of their lives? There would be a lot of pain. I think like that's if they better. got sick and didn't come visit them, like that would be horrible. I think that's still better. But you could keep in touch by email and phone without them knowing. Yeah, I mean, you could be like, yeah, we moved to this yeah. very remote area of yes. Alaska. Right. Mars. And like we, we moved to Mars. Travel. <laughs> You right. literally can't get here. It's impossible. Yeah. Like, I have and to call you, you on the satellite phone. Yeah. Like, I think oh, that's maybe better. next year. Oh, maybe next year. Uh, it would be pain. It would hurt. Yeah. But, like, would that be worse than thinking that your 18-year-old daughter died? Right. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. I think 
the dead kid is the absolute worst. Real bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. As usual, nobody has told us what the plan is. <laughs> we don't know. We know That's what all we get. It's not happening, and that's sex. <laughs> <laughs> Edward tries, though. He tries. Deals off. I'm not backing out, Bella. I'll still keep my side of the bargain. But you're off the hook. Whatever you want. No strings attached. Bella, I see what you're doing. You're trying to make everyone else happy. And I don't care about anyone else's feelings. I only need you to be happy. This is, like, very, like, ultimate, all of your dreams come true. <laughs> I loved really? it. I lo- this is, this is like, Edward's like, well, fuck, you're going through a really hard time right now, and now you've pivoted, and you're like, the only way I can be happy is if I make everyone else happy, and he's like, no, wait, stop. <laughs> I want which is you- fair. Yeah, which is because- to be like yo what what is it that you actually want like what what will make you happy in this moment um that has nothing to do with other people and you know what edward goes to sex and we know he's right he already knows (laughs) he already knows her feelings clear (laughs) i loved this passage but i did feel editorially uh, a sense of emotional repetition because (laughs) i'll read what comes next We're doing this your way, because my way doesn't work. I call you stubborn, but look at what I've done. I've clung with such idiotic obstinacy to my idea of what's best for you, even though it's only hurt you. Hurt you so deeply, time and time again. I don't trust myself anymore. You can have happiness your way. My way is always wrong. So, we're doing it your way, Bella. Tonight, today, the sooner the better. Like, I'll turn you into a vampire tomorrow, and we'll fuck right now. And... (laughs) I love this. But also, it feels like Edward has already had this realization that his way is always wrong and he should give Bella yeah. whatever he wants previous whatever she wants previously in this book. So, for this realization to happen again does feel a little bit like Well, remember when you learned your lesson? <laughs> Their yeah, negotiations fair. through this whole book have always been sort of stilted yeah. and confusing. Yeah. Like, wait, they're trading what for what? Who gets what? <laughs> right. And, and then suddenly it's like, never mind. None of that matters. Right. All, all of matter. that ultimately comes to the end, which is like, okay, none of the stuff that we're negotiating matters. I just want you to be happy. And Bella's like, no, I just want you to be happy. You'd be happy if we don't have sex. He's like, yeah, but you'd be happy if we do have sex. And he's like, and I would be happy if we did, to be clear. Like, I do want to, which is the first time that he, like, actually expresses that in this book. Yeah, oh yeah, first time. He's like, yeah, I want you, right, wait, what does he say? This is probably my best sentence, FYI. It was really good. I know exactly um, what you're talking about where he's like his voice low and rough i love you i want you right now and i was like oh my god just take me now uh, i was like holy shit this is like two self-sacrificing martyrs yeah. facing off against each other like they're trying to out martyr each other in right. this scene and it's like and really sex a lot. is how they're doing it and it's, yeah and I'm the so topic for is it. sex <laughs> i was so torn between being caught up in the moment and being like hang on though like if edward like genuinely believed that like there was a sliver of a chance he could have a soul and that having sex with bella would corrupt that sliver of a ch- of his soul that could be left he's like willing to give that up because like bella like was sad 
Like, yeah, they're I mean, I in they are love with He's whipped. <laughs> I love it. And so, like, literally, he's like, I want you right now. And I'm like, Bella, what the fuck is wrong with you, girlfriend? I mean, besides the fact that you're, like, in a bunch of grass. Yeah, she's, like, also, rolling her around the grass. I want to point out. She, like, out, can't even remember her own name. Practically. I want to point out that Edward absolutely pulls a Bella. <laughs> he says, don't worry, Bella, love. I haven't forgotten the rest of your demands. His hands were in my hair, his lips moving softly, but very seriously against mine, before I realized what he was saying, what he was doing. Just like Bella, he the only way it. that no he one needs... says The only sex. way he knows how to say, I would like to have sex with you right now, is by starting to make out, but in a slightly more intense way. That's <laughs> how you say... God forbid you Let's say do the it. fucking word. And uh, just like this... This whole passage was like very like teenage sure to me because it's oh, like yeah. they're so desperate and they're like okay well let's just like decide right now we're right. gonna do it right now on the ground in this meadow. We've never done anything besides we haven't even done topless making out but now is the moment we're gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, all this preparation that Edward ends up taking before they actually do it, he's like, I don't need that. Yeah, he hasn't gone hunting in, like, a long time. Yeah. Like, she points it out. He has not gone hunting in, like, a while. He's like, this will be fine. He's like, doesn't matter. I want you now, which is the vibe I've wanted this whole book. (laughs) Okay, I want to propose a thought experiment. Uh So, let's say this continues. What happens, happens. Yep. Um, we know sex. from Breaking Dawn. Sex happens? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess I also can't say the word. I'm a Bella and an Edward. Um, we know Bella from Breaking Dawn. do intercourse. Yeah. We know from Breaking Dawn that Bella ends up with some gnarly bruises. By the way, oh. I have a... What a bruise right now. Oh my Take god. Maya, uh, <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah, it's not showing up well on camera because I'm back. I can but see I can it. so it. many colors. That's a gnarly um, bruise on your That's calf. a gnarly bruise. Yeah. Are I don't you know how I got it. Something uh, about Jesus. how you got this bruise. Yeah. No, I'm not. Do you want to tell don't... us something? I don't know how I got it. Um, <laughs> it's a mystery. But anyway, Bella wakes up with all these bruises. What if they like do it in the meadow and Bella gets all these like in Breaking Dawn? Edward like the next morning hates himself, but in this moment he's like, "I'm gonna give you anything you and... want. I love you so much." Like, how do we think that would go? bad because also in breaking down they're like on their honeymoon and the only person who notices is the maid who's like girl get out but (laughs) yeah bella would like they're at home home. they would have to like go home to charlie's house (laughs) but i mean it's mostly in like high they would just stage her falling out a window again every time they have sex she just has to fall out another window (laughs) do you think edward would change his mind because he's like i will turn you into a vampire tomorrow do you think if, like, he hurt her and she was all bruised that he might be like, might I don't know, things. we need to wait. Might like, delay things. Yeah. You know it would be real bad if she got pregnant and then was turned right then. Ooh. That could really Ooh. fuck with your body. That would be bad yeah. news. Like, before they know she's pregnant. Maybe she would just be what unpregnant and then never have the baby. Yeah, I feel like maybe it would just, like, be absorbed. Yeah. Would it be absorbed? Would it just, like, freeze? I think it would maybe go away in some manner, and she would not have the baby. Yeah. Based on what we know of vampires turning into vampires. And, like, but she would never know, and it would be fine. Yeah. 
Renesmee is part vampire, so, like, maybe the venom wouldn't hurt her, but, like, she's also part human. But her body can't change. Like, I think the, I think the main argument of vampires not having babies is that, like, your body cannot undergo the changes of pregnancy. Oh. Yeah, and. I never thought about that. <laughs> that's my assumption. I, I feel like I'm well, not I was thinking... that from anywhere in particular. That just makes sense to me. No, you're definitely right. But I was thinking of, like, the little Renesmee within Bella's body. Yes. Like, yes. would she just be, like, there for eternity? And I, I think, I kind of feel like, I know that Renesmee grows so much faster than a normal baby, but maybe it would still be early enough that it's like, look, she's, like, the size of a she's walnut. Still a bundle of cells. Yeah, like, if they're... If there's a walnut in there forever, like, you're not gonna know, like, there's no, like, thought yet. This goes back to our conversation a week or two ago about whether their organs turn to mush or if the <laughs> organs stay as they are inside. And we don't know the answer to that, so we Where's don't know what would happen to little fetus Renesmee if she was conceived and then two days later, Bella turned into a vampire. I thought you were going to say this goes back to our conversation a couple weeks ago where we talked about when does human life begin? <laughs> we I was did like, fuck, I don't remember having that conversation. No, we did not. <laughs> wow, weird thought experiment. All right, we got to keep it moving. Sorry. Bella. But not. I want to read this part. They're making out. She's like, oh, I don't know about this. And he's like, what do you mean you don't know about this? I made myself focus. It took a great deal of effort just to force my hands to free themselves from his hair, to move them to his chest, but I did it. And then I shoved against him, trying to push him away. I could not succeed alone, but he responded as I knew he would. He pulled back a few inches to look at me. Which I just want to read in counterpoint to when Jacob is making out with her Good and point. she shoves him as hard as she physically can and he quote-unquote thinks that she's being passionate. Ugh. Excellent point, Olivia. This is a real excellent point. Me. Ugh. Yeah. Ooh, and then I didn't read the good end part. Fuck Jacob. And his silly. eyes did nothing to help my resolve. They were black fire. They smoldered. <laughs> All right. I wrote. Oh my god. <laughs> black fire. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> like here's the thing. Stephanie has proven to us that she can write write this well. You yeah, know. She, but she like, doesn't... it's still a YA book. Does she? Does she? It's get not into like this? an on the page sex scene, but she can write sexy. The host is adult, yeah. right? Does the host get sexy? I've never read the host. Neither. I haven't I. read the host either. Oh God, do we have to read that? <gasps> no, I don't want to read the host. <laughs> but just like write in and tell us if it gets sexy. Oh my God, yeah. Please yeah, write I in and tell us what the host is. Yeah, and then the book's basically over. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait. Then it starts to rain. Edward, yep. with your super nose, could you not, like, He's sense the nose. amount of humidity in the air? He was a man on a mission. He didn't fucking care. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he was in the moment. That's better. Yeah. If anything, they're like, the rain isn't going to touch us because it's just going to turn to steam as soon as it uh, <laughs> hits our orbit of our super hot sex. Oh, my God. You're right. You're correct. <laughs> okay, he's, like... Okay, how are we going to do this right? And TBH, I was like kind of confused. I was, I had lost track of what the because right they never way say to do it, right? what and they. She goes responsibly, and I'm like, is that getting married before you have sex? It doesn't mean having a just in case vampire condom. <laughs> I don't know what this means. 
she says everything in the right order. I wrote, <sighs> quote, moral. Well, everything in the well, moral but order. But then what she actually says is, I will not leave Charlie and Renee without the best resolution I can give them. I won't deny Alice her fun if I'm having a wedding anyway. And I will tie myself to you in every human way before I ask you to make me immortal. I'm following all the rules. Which, like, okay. I guess those are, like, fine. And then she says, your soul is far, far too important for me to take chances with. Oh, so right. she is saying, like, okay. I'm, I'm looking out marriage, for your immortal soul. Case. I love yeah. that 20 chapters right. ago, his soul was not important to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't give a fuck about that soul then. And then. Uh, but yeah, so now she's, she's like, uh, we got to tell Charlie that we're engaged. We have to go do something dangerous. <laughs> Good thing you're bulletproof. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> um yeah and edward just has the ring on him and he puts it on her finger and we get the final line of um he once again slid my ring into place on the third finger of my left hand as if we didn't know what fucking finger it would be um where it would stay m dash conceivably for the rest of eternity i was like i don't know girlfriend don't you want to take it off when you i don't know do charlie's dishes <laughs> I was kind of like, I mean, you're going to outlast the ring. <laughs> like, the prongs are going to get loose. That's a lot of little diamonds to fall right. off. Your, your finger will become harder than a diamond, so. These are all great points. That, I was that ring is going to wear the fuck out. Editorially, on how I didn't like the choice of the word eternity, and I don't really know why, but I felt like maybe forever... For the rest of eternity. I don't know why I don't like eternity there. But I don't. But I'm sure the last word of every other book in this series is forever. So. Right. <laughs> now that you point it out. There, like eternity does have some funny. kind of quality. Yeah. Like, sounds weird. Forevermore. It's almost too religious and almost too scientific at the same time. Interesting. Anyway. The end. What a great segue to best sentence, worst sentence. True. You know, honestly, I'm going to stick with my best sentence being uh, Edward sexy and him saying, I love you. I want you right now. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't we Keep it simple. get this the whole fucking book? Honestly. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. I have both mine. Well, that was your best? Okay, I'll do my best first. Yep. Bella says... Didn't you order your bridesmaid dress at the same time? I wouldn't want my maid of honor to wear something off the rack. I pretended <laughs> to wince in horror. Uh, that's how Bella asks Alice to be her maid of honor. Yep. <laughs> I thought it was cute and funny. Very Bella. As if she also doesn't already see that, though. I was like, okay. okay. I have two worsts if somebody needs one. I've got options. I just, like, can't really pick. <laughs> It'd be nice to pick something that we, like, haven't already read, but sure. we talked about all the best stuff, so. You know what? I got one. <laughs> Here's my worst. Um, this is when Edward is running to the meadow with Bella on his back. The clouds covered the sky the way they usually did. <laughs> just immediately went to the next one because <laughs> what <laughs> well, that's terrible 
I also, the first time, didn't think anything of it. And then when I was looking for a word, I was like, hang on. <laughs> it's not a good one. It's not this a strong one. So stupid. Oh, that's how Remember? mine were stiff, too. I was just looking at this and I was like, what the fuck? Are we, Olivia, what are you going to say? I was, I was going to say, remember at the beginning of Twilight when we heard about how it rains every two paragraphs? <laughs> yeah. It's like a throwback the to rain those times. Rained, the way that rain does here. The clouds the way it cover rains. the sky, cry, cry, just cry. like always, because rain, rain, rain. it's always raining here. <laughs> um, my worst sentence is, Edward said little. He just held me on the bed and let me ruin his shirt, staining it with salt water. I actually liked that no. one. <laughs> no. I why, why, provocative. Why you try to like be all poetic? Why, why not you try with with salt water? Because it's more evocative. No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Uh, Frisha Bakadoo. <laughs> Frisha Bakadoo. It gets the people going. In a bad way. Oh, I like that sentence. Okay, I'm going to pick a, a, a plot, a bad sentence because of plot reasons. Okay, this is right at the beginning. Bella pulls over to the side of the road. I wasn't alone for very long, just exactly long enough for Alice to see me here, and then the few minutes it took for him to arrive. This goes against everything you've told me about both <laughs> Alice and Edward. She literally can't see the present. She can only see the future. Yeah. In what, like... What is the chance that you didn't cry this hard and didn't pull over? Probably low. So probably she should have known a long time ago that you were going to pull over. And it takes him a few minutes to arrive? Since when? Uh, D minus. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do a best. I'm going to pick. They were black fire. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sexy best senses, holler. <laughs> I thought about picking a Wuthering Heights quote. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of this book is the part that's a different book. <laughs> I mean, wow, we technically just finished the book, except there's an epilogue. Yeah, it's not done yet. We're coming back one more week. Oh, God. For this season. Season four oh, is yeah! almost over. Oh my, oh, my God. We're almost done with the clips. Should Email we tell us? them our plan? Um, here's our rough plan. We're probably going to take a while off after this season. A month? Um, weeks, I think it's like six, six weeks. weeks? We gonna because see. I'm going on a long road trip Yay. and I won't have internet access. Yay. Email us with questions or comments or your review of the host at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast, although it will be paused for the month of April. Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, Chance, King's Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, Danny, Olivia, and Sabine. Wow! Follow us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Insta and twilightphasepodcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we are nothing. Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't. Except Wuthering Heights. That doesn't. Wuthering Heights belongs to probably the public domain. Yeah. (laughs) Audio editing by Melissa Shermer. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back next week, and if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bite me. Okay. Bye, guys.
Bye.